0: This episode is brought to you by Fortis et Fidelis, honoring the brave and faithful service of our fallen. The free will never forget. Hey everyone, Raiden here. And if you haven't heard, we were recently named one of the top 25 military veteran hosted podcast by podcast magazine and I just want to take this time to thank you all for your support not only with this podcast but also in supporting our brand Fortis et Fidelis and in helping us create and provide memorial coins for families of the fallen so I appreciate y'all until then enjoy this episode thanks What's going on everyone and welcome to another episode of the Brave and Faithful podcast. I'm your host Raiden Denicio. Uh, today I have a special guest with you guys. He I've known him when we went through the FitOps Foundation several years ago in 2017 I believe. Uh, he's an army veteran. He is the fitness manager at, and personal trainer at Vision Fitness MMA and also head coach of Results by Effort. He is uh, Lloyd Fowler. What's going on, Lloyd?
1: What's going on, man?
0: So, uh, yeah, before we get started on what you're doing now, can you just tell us a little bit about your service?
1: Yeah, I did uh, six years in the Ohio Army National Guard. Um, deployed to Iraq for nine months. I uh, got out in 2012. Um was a 14 Juliet, which is air defense artillery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's about it, man. I liked my time in missed the Brotherhood and all that stuff. So
0: what's, uh, what do you think is your, was your biggest takeaway from the military?
1: Uh, I would say, uh, brotherhood service, leadership and uh, commitment and dedication.
0: Okay. So, um, You know, we we hear a lot of about, you know, the transition from military to civilian and, um, you know, obviously people, other people have a hard time with it. How was yours? How was your transition? And how did you go about into your second service?
1: It was up and down. Um, I got deployed the last, like within the last year, year and a half of my service. So coming back from Iraq. Um, after we came off deployment, I had four months left. Those four months, uh, I was, I didn't have to go to drill. So I didn't, um, went through a stage where it was kind of tough transitioning from Iraq to home, uh, all the PTSD and stuff like going home, driving down a road, seeing something on the side of the road, being nervous to drive past it, um, trying to get out of that Um, always-on mentality that you have, you know, when you're deployed to you're not on at all anymore. (laughs) Uh, Because I got completely out and started going back to school and working at GNC. So that was tough, managing, like, civilian completely. Like, no, with it being a guard, before deployment, (laughs) I could go into the guard, put that hat on and then, after you know my weekend was over with I put my civilian hat back on but then being deployed for nine months I had the hat on for nine months well a year because the pre-mode nine months and the demob, Um, and then taking that hat completely off when I got home was was kind of hard to transition into a lot of um I went into a state of depression and alcoholism and all that stuff and had to work my way through all of that first and, and all that.
0: So, um, I mentioned earlier that we met through FitOps, really uh, even November, 2017. Uh, what were you doing before that and how did you learn about the foundation?
1: So I was, um, a store manager at GNC. Okay. Um, starting in 2016. Yeah, 2015, 2016. Um, so at our manager meeting, the performance rep came in and told us about FitOps, And I was pretty much like done mentally and checked out with GNC. So when they told me about that, I was like, here's my out of being in a job that literally sucked the life and want to do anything out of me and i was always working out so i went to camp or applied to camp and then got accepted went and been in it since
0: that's awesome so um not a lot of people know but you know you came in there uh you know as a student basically but you didn't leave us you you basically were one of the squad leaders yeah right um can you just tell us a little bit about that and how that all kind of come about?
1: So, obviously, like you said, went there as a squad or as, as a student. Um, I want to say about three or four days into camp, our squad leader had some stuff going on and got sent home. Mm-hmm. Um, so the leader of the camp um, or director of the camp needed someone to step up and lead our squad and group and i volunteered for it and that was that it's awesome you just
0: yeah, man like hey i'll right. do it
1: <laughs> like screw it man like i'll do it it's yeah it wasn't that bad because it, it was like i didn't have to teach it was just i had to be accountable for everyone making sure everyone was in the right spot all right and just kind of lead the group through study and making sure that everyone was where they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing wearing what they're supposed to be wearing all that stuff
0: it sounds familiar, like being back in the military being back in the military
1: is like I don't have, but but the thing was like I didn't have to teach the material, I'd literally right. just have to manage where everyone was and what they were doing,
0: yeah, I thought that was awesome, and um you know next you know what before you know it, you' were you know like I said, you' were a student, you came in there as a student, and then next thing you know, you're like one of the leaders, and uh I think. Things I speak for everybody, you did a great job at it. Um,
1: oh, thank you, man.
0: So, uh, before Fit Ops, were you doing personal training or oh, you did it?
1: Oh. Um, I would have people like work out with me, like I had a group of people that I would like work out and take them through workouts, but I was never like hired on as a trainer anyway.
0: Okay. Um, how did you what would you say? Um, how did this your time in the army help you with becoming a personal trainer?
1: Um, With with being in the military, you you have to have some sort of discipline to you. You have to be a leader. You have to be able to get people to do things. So you have to be a motivator. You have to be a coach through certain situations. Um, you have to be dedicated. Mm -hmm. And that's all things that you have to be as a personal trainer. Well, a good personal trainer. You have to have all those qualities as a good personal trainer to to actually succeed in the field. So being in the military for six years regardless of it being guard i was there for six years um kind of instilled those qualities in me and i just let it translate into personal training
0: yeah um you know i love the things that you pointed out um you know simple as they may be sometimes it's hard to find a a good personal trainer or a coach that will hold you accountable right Um, right that will help you to actually make a change in your in your health and fitness goals. So, um, so going into that, um, how long? So you you basically became a personal trainer after FitOps, right? So it's been about three yep. years.
1: Yep. No, and shoot, next month will be three years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how did how did you uh, the, what Vision Fitness? How did you come about into into that uh, work? And how did this results by efforts get started?
1: Um, let's start with the results by effort. Um, I was laying in bed at camp, and um, it was the night. It was literally the night after we had our business day, yeah. Um, and we had to pitch the elevator pitch to uh, who we had to pitch to, and I had to pitch to Matt Hesse. So I was super nervous going in because this is like my first time sitting down with the Matt Hesse, the founder of FitOps. And I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) So um, I kind of told him my vision of what I wanted to do in the, the fitness industry. And we talked and what I got out of it is you get in or you get out of anything you do in life, what you put in. So I was laying there and I'm like, what am I going to call this movement that I'm going to start? Cause I mean, you've been, you have your own brand, you know, it's more than just like a name. It's like, you have to, it's something you stand for. Right.
0: right.
1: So it results by effort came from you get out what you put in. So the effort you put in leads to the results. And that's how that name came about. And then when I got home, I started doing personal training out of my garage Um I had a a one, no, it was a two-car garage that I set up as a garage gym that I was doing one-on-one clients with. And um about a year, I won't even say year, it was about eight months because it was May of the next year, May of 2018. My freshman strength and conditioning coach owned a gym and he was looking for someone to manage the fitness side. Mm -hmm. Um he sent me a call or he he called me and asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, we sat down and talked about the details. And that's how I became the fitness manager at um, Vision Fitness and MMA. When I got there, it was just Vision MMA. He wanted to start a whole fitness side. So kinda, kind of got into there, started this whole fitness side, running group classes on, on that side. He had a group class, but he wanted to expand it into like, Um actual coming in, people being able to come in and work out, get personal training, nutrition, and all of that. So that's how that came about.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I know we talked about this before we went on, but I I just wanted you to tell this, tell our audience because that's just an example of somebody that just took action, right? Um, he didn't wait, he didn't um you know uh ask for anybody. He he just did it himself, um, and kind of just learned through through you know just getting started and and you know creating that vision that he had with this with this brand and i commend you for that man for just taking action because not all not a lot of people would do that you know they just think about it and 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 contemplate and and uh you know next thing you know it's you know a year five ten years from now and you know they wish they could have started earlier but but you took action so I, i commend you for that
1: Thank you. I mean, like the the hardest thing to get people to do is to take that first step. Like with starting your own brand and and having your own clients and everything. Like if you can get people to take the first step, or if you are trying to hit a goal and you and you take that first step, once you start, it it snowballs from there. So you take that first and you get the stack on. And then you start taking instead of steps, you're starting to run.
0: Yeah. Then
1: from running, you go to sprinting. And then it's it's just you gotta take that first step.
0: Most definitely. Um, so, for those of you guys who's joining us, uh, talking to Lloyd Fowler of uh, Results by by Effort. Um, so, Lloyd, what's been, I guess, I guess not worst experience, but what's been the most challenging time uh, since you started this this brand?
1: Uh, COVID, honestly. Like when you asked me the question before, I didn't, I couldn't think about anything. Right. But then it's, it's COVID. It's like the world, literally. Well, I won't say the world. Yeah, I guess you could say the world. But most importantly, like the country shut down. And then um, for in-person training, everyone was scared to go around people. Mm -hmm. Um, And still to this day, people are scared to go around other people, mask on or mask off. um, I lost 90% of my clients to COVID. Um, Those 90% was all my in-person clients. So I was able to kind of transition some to online and give them home workouts. Um, but all of my, um, uh, I want to say all, most of my online clients, they kind of stayed because a lot of them were doing stuff on their own already. I just transitioned them to at home workouts. Um, a lot of people were working in person with me because they didn't have the discipline to go to a gym by themselves.
0: Yeah. And then when
1: gym shut down, they couldn't go anyway. Um, so kind of recovering from that once they allowed us to open the gyms back up that was that was pretty rough but it, it came i can say that I, I was in a position to be very blessed and, and get most of my clients back and some
0: okay and some so i guess you know obviously with covid still going on uh what's so for other personal trainers that might be listening what's one advice that you'd uh you, you give them in during this, uh, this time?
1: Uh, just keep pushing. People are going to tell you, no, um, it's, it's still hard to get people to commit to in-person, uh, training with everything going on. Some people are still afraid to go into the gym. Um, and don't be afraid to get out of your box and, and do online, um, trainings via Skype, via instagram live with certain people um not skype zoom uh stuff like that don't be afraid to get out of that box because some people don't again some people don't have the comfort to go into a gym you may be that saving grace for that client and it may have to be through zoom that may be you like you may like you being an online trainer may get you a clientele that you actually seek out you're just doing it in a different platform than in person
0: yeah. I was just going to ask you, have you transitioned or have you t- kind of created your an online program?
1: I do have an online program. I don't market it much because with everything that I'm doing, um, in person, I don't have a lot of time to do zoom trainings. Um, the online programming that I do right now is with gyms being back open. You, you take the program, you go to the gym by yourself. I do have one client. Um, where I uh, do a Zoom meeting with them for 45 minutes. It's once a week. Okay. Uh, if I had more time, I, I would like to do it, but obviously uh, I can't with the, the schedule that I have.
0: So, um, you know, being a fitness manager and also a personal trainer, what would you say has been the most rewarding moment or experience you've had as a, as a personal trainer?
1: Um, seeing the the look and feeling of accomplishment and not even seeing it like with my online clients, just having them getting the messages from them that they feel like they accomplished something when they hit their goals that we set out. Um, Seeing someone hit a personal record or a PR on a certain lift or a run, um, having clients excited that they're having to buy new clothes because their clothes are fitting looser than they were when they started just little things like that just helping people
0: out yeah i mean you know being a personal trainer as myself is that's just the most rewarding right it's just like you just helping people and then just having them either like leave you a message or commenting like hey i I lost this many pounds and you know i I made a gym a routine now it's it's just crazy like the the difference in the the, the things that you can do as a, as a personal trainer.
1: Yeah, I, I even, I've even had um, – I'm not going to say his name, but I've, I've had a, a male client gain the confidence to ask his now girlfriend out on a date because he was doing the online wow. program and he went to the gym every day, every day, and he didn't have the confidence because of how he looked. So he was going to the gym, and once he felt comfortable enough because of the pro, because of the, the weight loss he had, had sustained, he had enough confidence to go up to his now girlfriend and ask her out on a date. So, like, I was like, "Oh man, dang!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, uh, Lloyd. So, um, for those that are listening and uh, maybe want seeing this, you know, they want to get into uh, personal training, they want to be a, become a coach. Uh, do what you're doing. What's one actionable step that you can give them right now in in pursuit of that?
1: Um, Don't be afraid to start the the process. Um, Buy the program, buy the book, start studying and kind of get over that initial fear of failure. Obviously when you start something new, you start a new journey, there's some sort of fear of failure. You got to get over that in order to start. And just because it seems hard in the beginning, um, doesn't mean that it's
0: impossible. Yeah, most definitely, man. And it will be, it will be hard in the beginning because it's, you know, it's something new you haven't done before. Um, but eventually, you know, as the, the effort that you put in, like what you said, um, will get you the results that you want, whether that be, I mean, that could be anything in general, whether personal training or whatever you want to do. Um, like mm-hmm. I
1: failed, I failed the personal training test twice.
0: I yeah, twice.
1: and then the third time I got it, I was like, "I'm going to get it this time." And I failed both times by one, one point.
0: Yeah. So um, I don't know if anybody else knows, but since you shared that, I'm gonna. Sh- um, I failed the test at FitOps by two points. Yeah. And you, you know, at the I end, remember. you know, we had that rewarding. I was like, I was like the whatever student, and I was like, I felt like a failure, man. After yeah. I got the results, <laughs> but you yeah. know I stuck with it, right like I didn't take that failure, I learned from it, right. and you know, I eventually got my certification through another organization um and then you know here I am just doing doing my thing, and you're doing your thing as well, you know after right. two failures you you stuck with it yeah uh, I think that's the great message just learn learn from your failures yeah so uh so Lloyd uh, coming into the Uh, Last part of our first segment here. What's one thing you want our listeners and viewers to take away from this, this episode?
1: Kind of like what we just talked about, Uh, learn from your failures and hard doesn't mean impossible. Just a lot of times with society today, we get one failure and we quit. Like this is a microwave um, generation and society that we live in. We want things quick. We don't like to take the hard, hard road, Everyone wants the easy way out, um, and it's less rewarding, honestly, to taking that easy way out, so um, I think that's what's pushed me to learn more in the fitness and wellness industry, because I did fail, so I did fail the test twice, and it is something that I, I enjoy doing, so now like I'm, I'm, I hold myself to a higher standard than I did before, and each time that I, I get a new... You know, certificate, or I want to learn something new. I hold myself to that higher, that much of a higher standard.
0: That's awesome, man. Okay. Can you can you repeat that? You said the microwave. What, were, what was microwave that?
1: Microwave generation. Like we want everything quick, man.
0: I don't think I've heard that before, but I appreciate you for sharing that. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's
1: microwave awesome, man. generation, man.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, so coming to a second segment here, uh, Lloyd. This so this is uh, what I call the fast five. Same uh, five questions I ask my guests. Um, so, first question: What's one hobby you enjoy? Sports. A- any any sports?
1: Sports. Uh, sports, primarily football, basketball, track. All right.
0: Uh, second question: If you had to choose one person dead or living to hang out with for one day, who would it be and why?
1: Deion Sanders. I'm in prime time.
0: Prime time. What, what's one question you want to ask him?
1: Ooh. One question, I got to narrow it down to one. Uh, well,
0: what would be your your top, your, your number one question?
1: My number one question would probably be, um, is there ever time that you wanted to stop doing it? And when he wanted to stop doing it, what got him through wanting to stop doing it? Like what kept him going?
0: Deion sanders arguably probably the most the best two-way athlete oh yeah ever between him and bo man that's yeah hard. yeah
1: which like you can't go wrong with either but yeah obviously... you can't
0: you can't both are great <laughs> <laughs> bo he bo had a a shorter career because of yeah. his, his injuries because but his Deion, injury. yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean Dion played even well when he was on the race i won't say well he played average when he was on the Ravens and he was like well in his 30s.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's
1: awesome. Hell of an athlete, man.
0: All right. So, next question recommend a book for our audience to read.
1: Find Your Why. I got to remember who wrote it, but it's called Find Your Why. And um, there's a prequel or sequel called What's Your or um, Use Your Why or something like that. Okay. But Find Your Why.
0: Find Your Why. I love that because we talk about that a lot on, on the podcast. What's your why? Yeah. So next question, what's your favorite quote and why?
1: <laughs> never forget your why. <laughs> um, and the why is if you, um, if you never forget your why, you kind of stay driven, you stay motivated to, to just keep hacking away at what you want to work for.
0: Yeah. So just going back into like the whole personal training thing, um, I I don't know if you asked the same uh, question, but I ask my clients, you know, what's your why? Initially, it's something uh, superficial, right? Like I want to lose, you know, so-and-so pounds or whatever. And then you keep asking them, well, why do you want to lose that many pounds? You ask them two or three more times and you find out their real why. Right. right? Yeah. Um, that's, That's a great point. I mean, a, right. lot
1: of them, a, lot, a lot of people don't dig deep into their why. They only start at their service level. And yeah. ultimately, um, that's what gets us into this microwave generation. Um, we only scratch the, the service level of our why right. instead of getting deep into our why. If we have a deep-rooted why, it's very concrete instead of made out of paper. Right. So that foundation of, of a solid why will keep you going even when times get tough, even when you want to quit.
0: Most definitely. And then, uh, my last question to you is, uh, Wendy, where do you see yourself in a year, five years, or even 10 years from now?
1: Um, still in the health and wellness and fitness industry. Um, I would, I would love to be working with athletes full time. Um, there's nothing wrong with general pop and, and running group fitness, but I have a real passion for, um, helping athletes get better in their athletic ability and, um, being able to see it translate to their sport, whether it's, um, a field sport or court sport or an individual sport like track or something like that. Just love seeing, like working with the person and seeing it develop into, um, the actual skill and
0: performance. Is there anything specific like which type of sport or
1: um I love working with football players and um track athletes. Um I have a couple of track athletes right now. I work with um I do strength conditioning for high school football here in Kentucky. Um but seeing those things those Individual workouts translate to the field is something that I really enjoy doing.
0: Awesome, man. Well, Lloyd, best of luck to you, man. Um, I appreciate you for coming on um, and, and sharing your story and your message. Uh, I got to remember that the microwave generation.
1: <laughs> microwave generation, man. There you go. That's quick, quick uh, and hot.
0: <laughs> uh, so, one last thing: How can we uh, we stay in touch with you? Where can we find you?
1: You can follow me on Instagram at I am I a, sorry, let me start over. You can, you can find me on Instagram at I am Lloyd Fowler. That's I am or at results by effort and results by effort.com.
0: Awesome, man. Um, again, Lloyd, appreciate you for coming on. Um, and, look forward to uh, hearing more about you. And uh, it's great to keep in touch, man. Uh, it's been I know it's been several years since the uh, bit ops, but uh,
1: I keep up with your brother.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I see you too. I see you there. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, if there's anything I can do to further help you out in your in your uh, in your goals and your journey, just just let me know, man.
1: Same with you, man. You enjoying retirement?
0: Uh, now nah, I got but Oh,
1: wait, You're, you got a couple years left, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I yeah. got, I'm at 17 right now, so. Yeah,
1: I know, I knew it was creeping up on you. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I appreciate the time in and, and for coming on the, the podcast. All right, man. All right, brother. Yeah. Hey, everyone, Raiden here. I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And make sure you guys go check out. Our website fortis-fidelis.com again that's fortis-fidelis.com and learn how you can help us support in providing these memorial coins to the families of the fallen and make sure you guys go follow our social media on facebook frts fdls again that's frts fdls and on instagram and twitter at frts underscore fdls again that's frts underscore fdls and make sure you guys go subscribe review and leave a comment on our podcast on all the podcast platforms till then take care